at its heart, a victim mentality is actually a way to avoid taking any responsibility yep. for yourself or your life. Yep. By yep, believing yep. you have no power, then you don't have to take action. Yeah, you get the latter for taking up the former. So you get the abandonment of your responsibility by taking up a victim mentality. That the sense of meaning that life can provide you is proportionate to the amount of personal responsibility you take on. Yeah, if how I, sick are I, you really? I mean, I mean, I'm you're guilty laughing. of I feel this. Like, yeah, I feel like you're. <laughs> I'm guilty of this, but it's because I never liked PE. Yes. First and foremost. First and foremost. First and foremost. Have you listened to that episode, guys? Yep. Find out why first and foremost should not be a thing. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Overthink Podcast. Podcast, podcast, podcast. With? Chachi. And Vashti. Yeah. Could have said your name. I could have. It doesn't flow as nicely. Yeah, that's true. Hey, because mm. we were thinking about naming it and whether it should be Vashti and, and Chachi, Chachi, Vashti. But it's nicer. It's Chachi and Vashti. Right. I, I guess flows nicer. I'm not complaining. I'm competitive. Neither. I'm com- I'm competitive, so I like you being have in first place. Masculine trait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen mm-hmm. to that episode as well, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to that episode as well. Don't forget to follow us on the Overthink Pod underscore ID on social media. Yep, Twitter and Instagram, mm-hmm. and it would also be very helpful if you like this podcast, you enjoy this. Let us know your feedback, your input, but also please give us a review and a rating in Apple Podcast if you mm-hmm. use Apple Podcast. And don't forget to share this episode to your friends and family. Mm-hmm. We like with Spotify, there are no reviews or anything. So mm-hmm. please go to Apple if you do want to keep supporting this uh-huh. podcast. And can we go back to that um, masculine trait thing? No, we can't. I, I want to. No, we can't. I will do it. Absolutely not. Like I said in that episode, if you haven't listened, there's this thing called victim mentality Ooh, we're going right into it mm-hmm. not even two minutes in <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i just feel like we, no, have, good. we have to go into it mm-hmm. let's get it on let's, let's get it on we already discussed that in a previous episode a little bit let's get it on oh did we no we did in which one <laughs> i forgot honestly <laughs> but i don't know if we if we did please let us know uh we'll try to not uh recycle our jokes but sometimes it's just still funny <laughs> speak for yourself <laughs> I am going to continue recycling. Mm, that's good. At least you're recycling. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's the thing I take most pride of playing in. When people say, do you recycle? Yeah, I do. They don't know what I actually mean by I recycle. Anyway, anyway. Mr. Recycle, sir. Mr. Sustainability of- That's what they call me. <laughs> recycle Rosandi. <laughs> that's actually really good. Yeah. So what is victim mentality? It's a mentality- Mm-hmm. of a victim yeah so having a victim mentality means you blame your challenges to others around you mm-hmm. even if you can't prove their negative actions Ooh. you might also blame circumstances which you always see as unfair Ooh, please explain so let's continue i guess basically it's like if i give an example that's like really really trivial maybe mm-hmm. it'd be like we bought wingstop and then shout out Wingstop. Shout out Wingstop. We're still waiting for you we're, guys yeah, to we're endorse still waiting. us. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. We we bought Wingstop and I specifically told you that I want the Louisiana rub. Oh, but you didn't option. but you didn't get the Louisiana rub. No, that would never happen. <laughs> that would never happen. Let's <laughs> use a different situation. Please. I'd say I'd say 
you never listen to me. Um, this is what you never listen to me. Or maybe, maybe the real reason is that I forgot to tell you, Oh, but okay. because I have a victim mentality, I'd be like, you never listened to me. Remember that time 10 years ago <laughs> <laughs> when th this happened because you did listen to me. Mm -hmm. So it was my fault, but I take victim mentality mm -hmm. and be like, no, it's your fault. You never listened to me. Oh, is this an ASMR? <laughs> That's true. I've, I looked at a few different videos and a few different resources with regards to victim mentality. Mm -hmm. I think it's an interesting topic. It is. Victimhood. And well, we wouldn't discuss it. We didn't think it was at the very mm -hmm. least a little interesting. Yep. If I may be completely honest, it seems more and more that society in general is headed in that direction mm. of being more. Well, it's become easier to mm -hmm. claim victimhood status. I'm not going to say who. I'm not going to say when. I'm not going to say any of that. All I'm going to say is <laughs> it seems headed that we're headed in that direction. And that could be due to a bunch of different factors. And Like what? Okay. Yeah, like if what? I may be honest, mm -hmm. which I will, <laughs> a lot of what I've looked into mm -hmm. shows that there seems to be quite the, quite a relation mm -hmm. between being handed something and victimhood. Okay. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. Mm -hmm. Please elaborate. The more things people get. Mm hmm without sort of having to earn them or anything, mm -hmm. the less grateful or the higher likelihood it is that people will become less grateful mm. for what it is that they have. Mm. That's why all government benefits are never enough, mm. right? It'll always go to that. Mm -hmm. It'll say, for example, oh, we as a people or I as an individual, I would like this to be provided for me. I think mm. that I have a right to mm. have this sort of program. So you feel like, apa? You're entitled. Entitled. Yeah. Entitled, that's the phrase. Entitled. So mm -hmm. I look at that as, oh, I'm entitled to have this. Did you mm -hmm. earn it? Not necessarily. Mm -hmm. Do you deserve it? Not necessarily then. Right. Yeah. I, I think that's fair. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's just, it, and think about it. And it's just human nature. If you have something that you didn't earn, mm -hmm. there's a higher likelihood that it will be sort of taken, taken for, for granted. granted. There you yeah. go. This is what my mom said, actually. So um, my mom runs a school. Shout out Skola Haluna. Skola Haluna Montessori. She, it's, there's a system when it comes to paying that, you know, when you can't afford, you can pay whatever you can afford. System of a down. No. Is that the system's name? N no. <laughs> okay, like it's sorry. like a legit system. Um, That's not a legit system. Okay. Sorry. But my mom, I was like, why don't you just give the tuition for free then if you know, people are going to pay like maybe like 10 K or five K or something like that. I love how it's your mom's business and you just randomly suggest, Oh, just give it. For I'm just, I'm just asking <laughs> yeah, okay. what, what is 10 K going to do? You know, like, Oh, 10,000 rupiah. Yeah. 10,000. Yeah. Just again, a, a bit of context for our listeners mm -hmm. abroad. 10,000 rupiahs is the equivalent of one Australian dollar. Yes. So that would be less than one dollar USD. USD. Yeah. Yeah. She said that if the person doesn't pay the tuition at all, it's going to be more likely that, you know, the kids would miss the classes because they don't think they need to work hard enough to yeah, earn the education. There you go. So if 10,000 for them is like a big amount yeah. and that's like the amount that, that, that they can pay and they have to work hard. For example, you're, you know, the tukang parkir, you know, the person who help you park basically, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you don't earn like 50,000 a day, maybe, maybe. Ooh, oh, that, that I disagree. I disagree. With okay. That. Maybe, maybe you're like a beggar or something. Yeah. Let's, let's, you basically there's a scenario where you don't earn as much, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. There's a scenario where you don't earn as much. And then that 10,000 you, if to earn 10,000, you need a lot of time and effort to get it. Mm -hmm, and then yeah. when you already spend that much, then you'd be like, okay, you have to go to school. 
because yeah. I already spent a lot of money. Yeah, for you. Yeah. That's why my mom never don't really give the tuition for free. If we may go a bit off topic and discuss about that point about. Yeah. About people who help park and mm-hmm. people who help. They, there are stories where they make a lot of money and I wouldn't be surprised. Do you know that one road in Kamang where it's like uphill and it, oh, and, and only mm, one person, yeah. only one car can fit through, right? Yeah. But it's a need. It's a need. You have to have one or two people there mm-hmm. to guide the car so that they don't crash or that they don't get in a gridlock because then that's an even more tricky. That's a trickier and that's an even more difficult situation. Yeah. So those people and typically what happens once you pass by as a car and you've used that lane and someone's helping out. You open the window, you give, give money, money right? yeah. They make a lot of money. Mm. And my dad, shout out to my dad. He mm-hmm. told <laughs> shout us- Shout out on Freddy. Yeah, shout out. He told me and my cousins and my siblings that apparently with being a tukang parker, like, you know, those informal parking assistants mm-hmm. in small supermarket chains yep, or anywhere, yep, yep, yep. sometimes people will fight for that position. Mm-hmm. They will fight. And the reason why is because they know they can make a lot of money there. Mm-hmm. If each person goes in and he gives- 2,000 rupees or 5,000 rupees every yeah. time. How many people do you think goes to a supermarket yeah. every time, right? Like you make a lot. Yeah, but anyway, true. I digress. That could be a topic we overthink next time. Next time. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to follow us. Overthink pod on ID. <laughs> no, but if you have a victim mentality, going straight back into it. Mm-hmm. This is an interesting quote that I got from um, Harley Therapy Counseling Blog. Can I just say, I'm always waiting for you to say, instead of... It's interesting. I'm always waiting for you to say it's funny. So then I can pull that trick. <laughs> I can laugh. I don't see myself as funny. So I don't really like. Hey, I don't see myself as funny either. That's not true. People see me. Okay. <laughs> all right, whatever. Continue. Continue. Okay. But if you have victim mentality, according to this blog, you will see your entire life through a perspective that things constantly happen to you. Mm-hmm. That's true. Victimization is thus a combination of seeing most things in life as negative beyond your control and as something you should be given sympathy for. Yeah. Um, like experiencing as you deserve better. Yeah. yeah. At its heart, a victim mentality is actually a way to avoid taking any responsibility yep. for yourself or your life. Yep. By yep, believing yep. you have mo- no power, then you don't have to take action. Would you like to say that again? Or would you like to? Take a bow because um, <laughs> I haven't heard that actually. That's, uh, That's really good. Right? That's really good. It's time for our weekly shower thoughts. Hmm. The alphabet was the very first thing put in alphabetical order. Hmm. You never walk through a door, but rather a door frame. The phrase, go to bed, you'll feel better in the morning, is the human version of, did you turn it off and on again? Hmm. Maybe plants are really farming us, giving us oxygen until we eventually expire and turn into mulch which they can consume. What? I watched a few videos about victimhood 
And one person that I like to look into is Jordan Peterson, right? Mm -hmm. And Jordan Peterson talks about this. He talks about how with regards to, he was referring specifically to Pinocchio. It's always funny okay. that he uses all these different. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've, yeah. I've seen this video. Go, 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 go. Explain. Well, it's more that the typical payment that you get for, it's like, hey, I'll give you, I'll free you of your responsibilities mm. if you just take on a victim mentality. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, oh man, that sounds great to be freed of responsibilities. All I have to do is be a victim. Yep. It's that victim mentality. Yep. But people don't understand the long-term effects yes, and consequences definitely. of it. And especially, this is especially true when you sort of lack that sense of morality or when you're still not really full, fully mature. I'm not necessarily one to say that, mm. but you know, you see this as a kid as well. That's what happens when, when kids get spoiled, right? Mm. Kids become spoiled because they're ungrateful because they give it, they're given everything that they want mm. and then nothing ever becomes enough. Yeah. And then you don't want that responsibility of sort of having to earn anything. And then, you instead take the victim mentality route yeah. because you still don't want that responsibility because again, maturity equals responsibility. Mm. And he was talking about how, yeah, you get the latter for taking up the former. So you get the abandonment of your responsibility by taking up a victim mentality. Mm. And this is more easily done when you have a lack of morality and something to think about, according to Jordan Peterson is it might be, that the sense of meaning that life can provide you is proportionate to the amount of personal responsibility you take on, mm. right? You can see this because when you want to get better at something, say for example, when I really loved basketball, I still do. But at yeah. one point in high school, I was really into it and I worked hard to get better and better. And I think I got pretty good. I mean, I'm, I don't know about like all my friends and what they think, right? Yeah. Shout out Ravi, Marcel, Rashley, Kevin, Jordy. But I worked hard at basketball, just like anyone else, whatever they love to do, they work hard at it. Yeah. And, you know, it takes time. And even though it's difficult, you sort of enjoy it. And you're sorry, you're really engaged in it. Yeah. You're engaged and mm. it's easier for you to process things and take things in. And you see that because, you know, the responsibility is on yourself to improve yourself in these situations. And it's not easy, but you're engaged in it. Mm. And sometimes you can see this relationship as well with if we're going to talk about school again. Okay. There's an, there's an interesting dynamic between say, for example, a mother and a sick child. Okay. Yeah. How sick are they? Mm. How sick are they? Mm. If you keep allowing them to stay home for being sick when you're a kid, when you're a child, <laughs> will they keep doing that if they don't like school? Mm -hmm. And even though, you know, school is generally good, you learn, you make friends and et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, if how I, sick are I, you really? I mean, I mean, I'm you're guilty laughing. of I feel this. Like, yeah, I feel like you're. <laughs> I'm guilty of this, but it's because I never liked PE at school. Oh man, we are the complete opposite. I, I enjoyed, I thrived PE in PE. It was so much and fun. And it's funny because now I work out more than you. But nobody needs to know that. <laughs> we'll just cut that out. <laughs> but um, my mom already has like a like a letter ready when it's the week that the day that I have PE. Telling mm -mm -mm. the PE teacher that I'm either sick or, you know, mostly sick. I'll always be in the UKS. What's how UKS? did you UKS? <laughs> how how did you get away with that for how long did you do that for? I don't know, like forever, since like middle school up all the way to high school. But and your teachers took that? Yeah, but I, I don't always I'm not always sick. I'm sick like three times a month or something. Oh my goodness. Cause when I was sick, shout out to my mom, Tanta Miki. Man, she was harsh on me. When I was sick, she would still make me go to school. She'd be like, nope, 
you're going to school. Unless it was clear that I was really sick, yeah. she'd be like, you're staying home. And even then, like, you know, you don't watch TV. You don't do anything. Like, no, mm. you're resting. That's it. Yeah. She was hard on my ass. I would go to school every time, even though it's, I was sick. No excuses, no nothing. Even exams, if I was sick, I would still go to school. I would still be made to go to school mm. because she knew like, not nah, you can do this. You can do this. And yeah, but shout man, out to my mom as well. Yeah, Love yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my mom used to do that too with this whole victim mentality thing. Like she, when I was in university and I was taking those courses that I really didn't like, such as like, I, I like what I took, but I still had to take some courses that were mandatory, right? Yeah. Which I didn't enjoy such yeah. as, such as accounting, principles mm, of accounting, yeah, mm-hmm. um, mathematics and, and I forgot what that was called. Matek. But in any case, I took subjects that I didn't enjoy mm. and I got some bad grades for them. Some pretty bad grades for them too. And then she'd see like, Oh, okay. Like I tell her I got this, I got this. And this is, this happened not just in university, but also in high school. Yeah. Say for example, I got bad grades and this, 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 and being younger, you'd say, Oh, it was because of this, because of this, whatever. She would just tell me, no, it's just cause you don't, you're just lazy. Mm. She would straight up tell me all the time without fail. She'd say, <laughs> I knew you're just being lazy. You don't actually want it. Yeah. And she, but she wouldn't use that as an excuse. She wouldn't say you don't want it or you don't want it. You know, you're not into it. That's okay. No, no, no. She would tell me like, you're just being lazy. That is unacceptable. That is irresponsible. Mm. You're doing this and you're going to go through it with a good attitude. Mm. And it was like, damn, she was so harsh on me. But yeah, she never let me have that victimhood mentality. Mm. At least me. And I, I, you know, I trip here and there. I definitely make mistakes and I, I've done that before having a victim of mentality here and there. Yeah. But <laughs> it was good to have a mother that whooped my ass every single time I tried. And I, I like my mom too. <laughs> <laughs> I like how she just like cradled me and like, um, I call this a lullaby. I still do up until now. Whenever I have bad days, I go to my mom's room and she just like pats my head. Okay. I still, so what, I like that. Okay. Shout out. Now, anyway, reasons to why you want to be a victim. I found this apparently. But, sorry. If I may cut in, I don't think I ever completed that whole mother and sick child. No, scenario. you haven't. Sorry. No. Well, basically he was just saying, you know, how often will you let the child base be sick and stay home? Because then if they didn't like school anyway, they, they can misuse that, right? They can use, misuse that and say, yeah, that's oh, what I'll I, just, I yeah. did with yeah. PE. <laughs> yeah. Just, just be sick all the time and I'll never go to school. And oh. it's, that abandon- mm. it's that abandonment of responsibility mm. for having that victim mentality. Yeah. But before I go into the reasons, um, it made me realize about something that my mom did in when I was in elementary. I don't like, don't like lying at all. Like I really avoid lying. That's a lie. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, and this is why. So in fifth grade, I lied like a really, really big lie. Okay. And that affected my friends and stuff. I went to my mom and then I came clean to my mom, mom, I lied and it became a huge mess. Uh, yeah. And then my mom wanted me to take responsibility for that. Like yeah. she didn't like go into in the school and be like, no, my kids didn't. But she like, she asked like what I'm supposed to do. And then I said, I need to um, come clean and apologize and stuff like that. But it made me realize up until now that if you lie, it will become like this big yeah. mess. So then I don't want to lie anymore. So um just because my mom lets me not do PE doesn't mean she let me off the hook all the time. Anyway, reasons why you want to be a victim. One, you do not have to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two, you have the right to complain. I was, I thought you guys said you have the right to remain silent. No, that you have the right to complain. Yeah, you have the right to complain. Three, you get attention because yes. others feel sorry for you. No, that's true. And you can use that to your advantage. Exactly. That pity, that attention. You mm-hmm. don't actually want attention. You want power, mm-hmm. but you want to do it. I'll get there. I'll get okay. There. All right. 
Four, people will less likely criticize you because they'll, because you're a victim. You don't criticize a victim. Apparently. I guess. No, that's true. That's true. And it's becoming a lot harder to yep. do that nowadays in society because mm-hmm. everything seems like, oh, this person's a victim. You don't get to sort of critique them. Whereas mm-hmm. I would argue that there's definitely room in everything to discuss. And lastly, other people will feel compelled to do what you ask for. Yeah. It's that manipulation so, of power. In conclusion, there are three things you get if you are a victim. One, attention. Two, feeling valued. Three, power. Ooh, damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is true. I, I would agree. I would think that it's really more, you know, again, there are situations where someone is a victim of something mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. No joke. You know, but let's not always get into a victimhood mentality. Let's not easily, sorry, sorry, let's not easily go into a victimhood mentality. Let's look inwardly and see whether or not this is something that, oh, is this, you know, something that I could have avoided by doing something differently? Yeah. And it all goes back to gratitude. Mm. From what I can tell, it's just, I I remember one of my friends is making this sort of motivational book or something and they were asking for quotes mm-hmm. to put down mm. and i remember the quote that i put down <laughs> i think i thought about it on the spot was gratitude always is the right attitude always mm. and it's true the more grateful you are you know you won't take things for granted so yeah to speak. i definitely agree you know like the ultimate role model for victim mentality is okay wait 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 wait. ultimate role model for, for being vi- a victim or yes, for okay, like for having right. that mentality all right be my guest eeyore from winnie the pooh <laughs> For real. I swear, I thought you were going to say Taylor Swift or something. Oh, oh. Because all her songs always are blaming the guy. I guess. <laughs> I guess you can go that route. But I I was thinking about Eeyore. All right, let's go to Eeyore. Let's go to a, ch- <laughs> a kid's book. Hey, Winnie the Pooh is so deep, you know. Yeah, Xi Jinping. Yeah. Xi Jinping. Stop. <laughs> it's Winnie the Pooh. You mean Xi Jinping? No, right, I'm continue. Winnie the Pooh. Right. You know, like Eeyore is always blaming like, oh, I'm not good at another mm. thing. So it's oh, raining yeah. today. True. Yeah. Hmm. See? Or Xi Jinping is a happy-go-lucky... No? Now, <laughs> how'd you get this victim mentality? Apparently, like most behavioral patterns, a victim mentality is a learned behavior that can be traced back to childhood. That is interesting to say learned. So it's something that, you know, that you, le- you learn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I, I thought I could use another word, but sorry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is redundant to say. Mm-hmm. Continue. Yeah. So it's also interesting that we talked about our childhood because, you know, how your mom taught you and how my mom taught me definitely. It shapes you. Yeah. It it shaped us. But then at some point you become your own individual, Mm. you become an adult and Mm -hmm. you take responsibility for your own decisions. Yeah. Now do those, do those events in the past have a say in how you are now? Yeah, absolutely. Does not necessarily, does not mean that you cannot sort of improve from that. Right. Mm -hmm. So you have the ability, you have the responsibility, you have the capability to change what you don't like. And actually blaming others for your problems is a waste of time. Yeah. It is a complete waste of time. It doesn't help you grow and mature and you learn nothing from it. Yeah. Instead, it'd be best to ask what can you or I myself can do differently. Yeah. Because you can't actually change or force exactly. things on others, right? You can't change other people. The, so yeah. why, and why is change so hard? It's because it takes courage and discipline. Mm. It takes responsibility. Yeah. So responsibility by definition mm-hmm. <laughs> is the state or fact of having duty to deal with something or having control over someone. Mm. Now there's this quote about responsibility that I, I like by Richard Bach, B-H-B-A-C-H, Bach. 
Sure. Sounds like you're sort of choking, but okay. (laughs) If it's never our fault, we can't take responsibility for it. Yep. If we can't take responsibility for it, we'll always be its victim. It's victim. Ooh. Not the victim. Yeah. Mm. No, it's true. I think it is about taking responsibility for the things that happen to you. Yeah. There are some things that are, there are things that are out of your control and you do not sort of concern yourselves with those too much. And it's funny because people always say, I want to make this world a better place. Mm. I want to make this world a better place. I know what to do. Let's, I'm going to do this, 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 this. No, no, no. Just start with yourself first. Exactly. Oh, isn't that, isn't it what Michael Jackson said anyway? Start with the man in the mirror. I'm yeah, but he was talking about the man in the mirror, not with the me. the man in the mirror. Shout out. Love Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. I love, I love, no, never mind. Sorry. I was thinking of Dave Chappelle, mm. but he wasn't, inter- he wasn't impersonating Michael Jackson. He was impersonating Prince. So never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Although they did, you know, there was this one episode of Atlanta. Do you watch Atlanta? Nope. It's that show with with Childish Gambino. Mm-hmm. There's one really scary episode, honestly. Like it's a funny show. I love Atlanta, but there's one episode that's pretty screwed up and mm. it's sort of discussing the Jackson family, so to speak. And it was pretty scary. <sighs> anyway, go check that TV show out, Atlanta with Childish Gambino. But I think- Do it ha- responsibly. <laughs> having victim mentality i think it comes back to mindset yeah agreed i'm a big believer of the power of your mind the brain and stuff like if Mm. you put your mind to it that's why they have to say if you put your mind to it you can do anything Uh, i mean anything i can't fly Mm, if you put your mind to it you can buy a ticket and (laughs) fly with an airplane all right in any case i get what you're trying to say i get what you're trying to say Victim mentality, man. Yeah, Just it's, it's about don't take, have that mindset. It's about taking responsibility. That's it. It's exactly. that simple. Mm-hmm. With regards to that, think of all the times that you were. Again, we think that the way to sort of help with this victim mentality or to move away from this victim mentality is to be more grateful. Yeah, and I it, it shows agree. with the times where think about the times that you were grateful. There were mm. always great moments. There always. were great moments, right? Every day, you can at least name three. If you guys study mindfulness and stuff, that's actually like a good exercise to build gratitude and mindfulness, apparently. Every morning or every night, you name three things that you're grateful for. I always tell my friends to tell me the three things they're grateful for whenever they're going through a heartbreak or they're going through a hard time. I try to do this so that they don't focus on the negative only. Yeah, it's not to say that uh, none of us, it's not to say that Vashi and I don't, you know, suffer through, not suffer, but it's not that we don't go through, you know, harsh times and whatnot. And we complain no. here and there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but especially with this podcast, <laughs> but it's not to say that you can't be grateful for something because it's about being grateful in a situation instead of of a situation. Yeah. You can go through a very difficult time. You can go through harsh times, difficult situations. Mm. It does not mean that you cannot be grateful during those situations. And in fact, I would argue that with that gratitude, looking inwards and seeing that you have, you have a lot mm. and that's great. That that is sort of what helps you move on with life in the sense that you'll see these obstacles and you'll say, No, no, I'm I'm definitely capable to go through all this. Yeah. I'm definitely capable to go through all this. So I guess from what I gathered by with your statement just now, you see yourself as capable. Like yeah, you should see don't yourself don't as see yourself as so little that you can't handle this or you can't take responsibility for this or you know, when you take responsibility it means that you grow, like you're able to go well, through it. You know what I mean? Well, responsibility equals freedom. That, mm. yeah. 
the more responsible you are with something, the more in control you are, the more freedom you actually have. And that's a topic of discussion I'd like to discuss next discuss time. Next it's time it's sure. actually on like our agenda to discuss sometime. Yeah. Freedom equals responsibility. Discipline equals responsibility. Discipline equals freedom. So, yeah. but yeah, what we're trying to say is, you know, think twice whether or not you actually are a victim of something or whether this is just the consequence of your own actions that you are capable mm. of controlling. Yeah. And, you know, start paying attention to your habits. Are you showing up late, procrastinating, all that jazz? Mm. That's a conscience. That's a conversation between you and your own conscience. Yeah. It's not to say that your life won't have any difficulties, like I said earlier. Mm. It just means that, you know, you're strong enough to do it. You're and strong enough to do it. I mean, we still struggle here and there, but, you know, you get through it. And yeah, and you grow and you learn. And it's always good to be grateful regardless. Yep. Just be careful about victimhood and pushing away your responsibilities mm. when you know you should. Because what I've realized is there's actually one thing out of a few but there's one thing that people need that not a lot of people necessarily think about. And that is actually responsibility. Mm. Think about it. You go crazy if you have nothing to do. My mom, my mom is that type. I'm more okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, you ever watch Black Mirror? Yeah, with you. Oh yeah, no. But there's this one episode. I, I remember I watched this. I forgot when I watched this, but I watched it alone. I watched this episode about White Christmas. And there's that situation where basically there's this piece of technology. It takes your soul and you can sort of hold that soul. You want that soul to do things in your house. It becomes sort of part of your house. It's your smart house. Your smart house oh, is okay. controlled okay. Uh -huh. by your soul. And oh. the way that you manipulate it to do what you want it to do or what the character did was instead he said, because the soul was fighting back, he said, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Like, what are you doing to me? You know, you can't control me. Yeah. So you know what he did? He can set the timer. So it's like, all right, it's going to be just a few seconds for me, but I'm going to set the timer on, on this device that you're currently trapped in so that it goes past two weeks. And you don't do anything for two weeks because there's nothing to do in that sort of in that device. Mm. And then she, she's sort of like that individual is still nuts, but then he pushed it to like six weeks or six months. Mm. And then by that point, the person was just like, just give me something to do. Mm. And that's, that's the show. We need something to do as human beings. You need that responsibility. And that's why sort of pushing away those responsibilities, being ungrateful, being a victim, consistently pushing away that those responsibilities only make you either crazier or even more angry. Mm. Yeah, just something to think about. And perhaps we'll discuss freedom and discipline and responsibility on another episode of yeah. the Overthink Podcast. Definitely. So yeah, guys, that's victim mentality. Yeah, be careful of it. Don't forget to be grateful. And just because someone claims to be a victim does not mean that they are. Mm. And it does not mean that you, d you don't have the right to sort of question, mm. critique and discuss. Don't forget to give us a rating and review if you've enjoyed this episode or if you've enjoyed any of our episodes, really. Yep. We appreciate it on the Apple podcast platform mm -hmm. and we appreciate the follows as well mm -hmm. on Instagram or on Spotify. And let us know if you like this segment, actually. Yeah. Let us know whatever you think we can improve in, whatever you like. And yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Peace out. Bye. Bye.